Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. What's going on, guys, and welcome to the Best You Podcast. Your hosts here, Finn and Adler. What's up? What's up, guys? And today is a very, very exclusive day because we're not only starting off season two, but we have somebody from a far, far, a far special, land. Special someone. And I just feel like I needed just a passport just to even talk to him. I agree. I'm sitting here, buckled up, ready for this flight. We have Brad, who came all the way from Australia to visit out here in Florida for the first time. Brad, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Best You Podcast. We want to talk a little bit about who you are. Um, Give us a breakdown. Give us us the highlights of Brad's life so that we can get him started and we can hear that wonderful, amazing radio voice. Absolutely. So Brad is 32 years old. He's out from Australia, like I said before. Yep. He's actually currently majoring in the commerce accounting. Um, he was a former fundamental street preacher, and he's even hugged multiple kangaroos. It's actually koalas. He just boxed the kangaroos instead. Well, you must have been behind the scenes somewhere getting I'm that information. Saying, Brad, tell us, tell us the truth. Which, which, which one's more true? What's more true is I've hugged a koala. Yes. And fed some kangaroos. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, so, I was thinking box. But you were nearly there. You okay. Were nearly well, there. you know, I wanted you to get like the whole Mike Tyson thing going. Mike hey, Tyson. Look, kangaroos are far too chill to box. They don't care. Oh. They just want to love and so, be loved. Is that one of those like misconceptions that us Americans have about like Australia? Like, yo, because I I was always taught that like kangaroos they just that they're violent, they're vicious. They like. Oh, it depends on which ones you come across. Because some of the big ones, yes, don't go near those. Okay. Ones. Right. But the smaller ones that we have in our wildlife parks and such. They're amazing. They are so chill. They just laze about. They're basically the epitome of the Aussie lifestyle. That's nice. <laughs> I love that. The okay. Aussie lifestyle. I love it. So, Brad, thank you so much for being with us over here doing this podcast. I mean, this is really exclusive. I mean, we talk about a new season. We're introducing a whole entirely new focus point. And we're excited to have you a part of this because clearly you come from a land that's perceived, like we said, like Outback. We yeah. talk about Outback and it's a steakhouse and we've had a conversation about this. Outback is not a legitimate thing as nope. far as not really, food. No. It's a misconception. It's a misconception. Yeah. But you've traveled across the entire globe from Australia here. Almost the exact opposite side of the planet. It, that's pretty that's pretty intense. Yeah. Like it's pretty crazy to think that you're on the northern western hemisphere compared to your southern eastern, eastern hemisphere, yeah. which drawing a line across you're like you said you're literally on the opposite side so yeah. what brings you this far this is your first time outside the country i mean this is welcome out to of your America. country yeah thank welcome you. to the good yeah. old usa thanks thanks i've seen <laughs> enough trucks to know i'm in america <laughs> um, love it so what brings me here is the pursuit of happiness in the form awesome. of love Woo, um, love deep Oh, yes. We're going I, deep on this conversation today. I think it's a kind of like a tie between love and hope. Those are like the two um, most influential emotions, I feel like. Yeah, um, I agree. And they're all both tied to happiness. So more specifically, when you say um, happiness, like what exactly, um, like can you elaborate a little bit more on like your, your pursuit of happiness? Like, Yeah, well, probably like most other human beings, it's the pursuit of, you know, a partner. 
um, and all the hopes that I would have tied up with, with you know that that pursuit, like what they can give me and what I can give them. Yeah, and the, that's, that, the that's what would be creating my happiness and such. So yeah. that, that's why I've travelled half the globe to to pursue that. You know. So Brad, you know, we were on this podcast and I briefly spoke to you about this before. When you first came here, we had, I was super excited that you, first of all, you were here. It was yeah. just crazy. I'm like, you know, we had talked before. You had to teach us some, uh, some Aussie some accents, Some Aussie mate. accents, yeah. right, mate? So yeah. my question today, we love having people on our show because one, first of all, we get to, we don't really conduct it as an interview. We try to have this more as a, like a conversation, which is always beautiful. And I want to start this off with a question for you. What what insights have you gained that you are grateful for? Like, what are you grateful for that you've learned about yourself? Maybe this traveling journey that you've had, um, this pursuit of happiness that you speak of. What, why, and what insight have you gained? Uh, well, I have a, I have made a few insights. Probably um, the main insight that dictates a lot of my choices in life and where I'm going and trying to head in life. Um, is that um, I, I want to gain happiness each day from the present rather than relying on the past or future to give me those things. Mm. Um, that's fantastic. Because previously, you know, my days as like a fundamentalist street preacher, like, you know, we always put, put ourselves off to the blessed hope in the future that that's where our happiness is and, and waiting for that, which is sort of like an after death thing. but. Um, it just, it stole a lot of my daily happiness and like, you know, I can be the best me now. I can experience everything that, you know, I'm ever going to experience right now. And it's because, uh, you know, it's a waste of time if you yeah, try to focus so much sitting on there, the, You're sitting there literally waiting for death yeah. and it's a very bad uh, mentality. And, um, when I sort of deconverted away from that, I, I found that, you know, well, this is my life. This is the only one I'm going to going to have. And, and I just changed to you know what, maybe I should enjoy this moment each day um, in whatever situation I am. Even if it's a terrible situation, I can just be like, well, I've got oxygen in my lungs. I'm not in pain. I'm healthy. See, and I, I think that's... People after me, all that kind of thing. That's a perfect mindset to have um, because, you know, the whole, the whole theme for this season is just gratefulness, just uh, being in a state of just gratefulness. And... Being grateful doesn't necessarily mean that you're just happy or you're thankful in the ha moments of the most pleasant. Yeah. It means that you find joy even when it's hard to find. Even when there's no reason to look for it, you, you seek the, the joy. Yeah, you kind of go out of your way to be like, you know what? Um, like, for example, I'm about to head on a plane back to Australia. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it, I can look at it as, as like, a oh, man, I'm going to be stuck on a plane on a small metal tube for like 13, 14 hours across the Pacific. Mm -hmm. It's going to be torture. It's going to be terrible. There could be, you know, all sorts of things happening in the cabin that distract me and make, make it horrible to, or I can be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. This is going to be an incredibly safe flight. And you're going I'm, back I'm, home. I'm in great hands. I'm going to be going home to my, you know, my things, all the things that I am used to. Um, and, and, you know, I'll have control over everything in my life again, where I'm, what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it's just kind of, the USA seems kind of like, um, it's a little bit out of your habitat. Very it's much. very different for you. Like the food, I, the I noticed people. Everything, everything <coughs> when I got here was like just a little bit off center. <laughs> it's all similar things, but everything's different. Um, even everything on the supermarket shelves, everything. Everything's different. different. Yeah. Super weird, random yeah. question. I just need to know because it's just, I'm impulsive. When you flush the toilet, 
does it spin the opposite <laughs> direction? Well, for one, I didn't notice, but the main thing I noticed is that <laughs> your water level is like so high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but Just, I knew this. I knew this before coming here. Because I was always told that like it spins the opposite direction over in Australia. I know it's a super random question, but yeah. I just had to know. I don't. I don't think for one, I haven't noticed, but I'm not sure if it's actually true or not. Huh. Um, it might be worth looking into. I don't know. Um, before you leave, just record it and then go home and be like, <laughs> yeah, the "There it is." Oh, the American toilet goes this way. Got it. Oh yeah, the American one's doing it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, but, but going back to the gratefulness in the plane, like I'm yeah. gonna be, I'm gonna be safe on that flight. Um, I'm gonna be comfortable. Yep. I'm gonna have a nice seat. Um, I'm gonna possibly have some sleeping pills to try and get me through it, so I might have a great sleep as well, mm -hmm. and I can just be grateful for that. Absolutely, um, and and make your and make your trip back home, being back in your natural habitat. Even, even though I'm, you know, like thirty eight thousand feet up, um, in a very hostile environment, I'm still in this little tree, but I'm safe. So how do you? How have you come to this point in your life where you've kind of created this mindset? Because a lot of people, and including myself, sometimes I find myself struggling with times where like, oh man, this is, I'm going through this, but how do you create that mindset of just being grateful in that? Like you said, this hostile 38,000 feet in an aircraft for the amount of 15,000 yeah. kilometers. Could plummet really out of the sky any moment, you know? Yeah. How did you, how did you get to that point where you just started embracing? Like, what is it that makes you joyful each day with that gratefulness that you have? It, it came, it came mostly just from a, a loss of belief in an afterlife and realizing that this moment now that I'm living is the one that I need to embrace. Mm. And once I embrace that, I'm like, well, I can make the worst of it or I can make the most of it. What should I do? It's almost, it's too obvious. I should make the most of it. And mm. so that's what I'm doing now. It's literally the best you mindset. It's just that you strive each day to optimize the 24 hours in a day, no, yeah, to live elevated and to always be better at being you. Yeah. Yeah, so. and and that that's that's a mindset that I developed probably over the last two, three, four years or so. Um, just as I you know studied my way out of out of beliefs and such, and and embraced what I've kind of feel as my own self and and who I believe I am on the inside, and you know gratefulness is one of those things that comes out um, because um, I, I like blessing people, I like giving to people, and you know. That's just one of the things that I'm also grateful for is the fact that I can do all that too. Because so that's who I am on the inside, and I have the opportunity. So to you're do all basically that all the saying time. that, like, in order to kind of develop that gratefulness mindset, it's more of like pouring into other people, and that kind of makes you a little bit more grateful for your situation as yeah. well, because you have you've been put in a position to help and to you know be, extend, yeah, yeah, extend a hand to your fellow man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's just who I feel like I am on the inside. But there are a lot of things that, in my life that sort of suppress that and made me be things that I never really was on the inside. And where that comes from, I don't know. It may just be a product of my environment growing up as a kid. Um, but all I know is that, um, you know, even like when I'm speaking to my to my mum, she's like, this is how you were when you were little. And I didn't choose that. But now I've sort of gotten back to that place in my life now where I'm like that to everyone so it's like getting back to the basics essentially yeah because okay. because when you when you're growing up right you were taught all sorts of things about how to think about the world and such and that may move you away from you know who you are on the inside 
I think with a lot of people, a lot of the things that we do, it influences our choices. And at the end of the day, you are completely 100% responsible. And this is one of my insights is that over the last few years, I've learned that you have to just honestly embrace the choices that you make because the choices that you make in a good or in a bad situation, we don't have control over our consequences. We don't have control over the result of it. We have complete responsibility of how we do right now, like you said, and it's bring it's brought a lot of clarity because at the end of the day, if you choose to wake up in the morning and do more than just get out of bed, you're making a step forward to grow. If you get out of bed, you brush your teeth, get out of bed, and do it. You know, just this repeated thing. It becomes a routine. Yeah. But when you start to strive to do something more difficult and a little bit more out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. now you're starting to grow. You're starting to elevate. You're optimizing your time. And mm-hmm. this is one of the points that I made here with the insights that, for me personally, my growth has come from a lot of the choices I made. And um, it seems to me like I think sometimes we we create this ungrateful mindset versus the grateful mindset that we're talking about because we overanalyze or we apply this pessimistic mindset towards our, um, what is this? Our, our grateful, our grateful mindset. So Adler, you know, what about you, man? Where are you at with your, what's, what's an insight this like in the last few years or the last year that's really kind of impacted you? So, um, I think in like probably like the last like four to five years, um, it's the insight that I get is just embracing the struggle. And what I mean by that is everything in life, no matter what, what, you, what you strive to be or you strive to accomplish, everything in life, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. It's going to be, you're going to meet resistance. You're not going to necessarily find the easiest path and it's, it's never going to be something that you're just going to be gifted. It's going to be something that you have to work for. You're going to have to grind for. You're going to have to put in extra hours. You're going to have to wake up earlier. You're going to have to travel. You're going to have to do a lot of different things in order to accomplish whatever it is that you desire. And I I think it's just more of like the, you know, when you meet that resistance and then you have to find a way to adjust, replan, but continue on to try to strive for that same goal. That, that resistance, that beautiful struggle, I love that exchange because that's in those moments, that's where you figure out who you are on the inside. That's where you figure out like in the guts, the grit, like the grind, that's when you get to figure out, hey, am I hardworking, am I passionate? What do I really want? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I want this? Is it, that, is it really that important? Is it something that I'm, I'm passionate enough to deal with all these extenuating circumstances and just power through it and I'm gonna get it done regardless? And I, that's something that, like, to me, is it, it's shaped the way that I am today. It's made me grateful for um, the things that I do have, and it makes me just strive and hunger for the things that I don't have, and like for my next goal. You know, yeah. like it just keeps pushing. And it's when when you when you get up out of bed and you and you decide to do something, you know, you you start to figure out what you're actually capable of. Yeah, because you know, like you know, a month from now, you may you may achieve something you never thought you were going to. Mm. Yes, but true. you got out of bed today and been like, you know what, let me just research something. Let me see if this is possible. And then you have a look, it's like, oh man, I, I can achieve that. And then you set your mind to it and you start doing it. And then all of a sudden you've, you've a tiny bit of struggle. And then a month later you've achieved something. And it's like, oh wow, I, think, I didn't know I could do that. 
you know, and I, I think like, you know, we as human beings, we, we discount ourselves way too much. Like, like, you know, we're we, we take worst enemy. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Like, yeah, we, we, I definitely heard that one before. That's, that's we true. pretty much just take like, you know, what other people's judgments or aspersions or whatever they, their beliefs are. And we kind of just cast it on ourselves and we limit our possibilities and capabilities because it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, my, my neighbor, you know, Joe, he doesn't think that I can do this and he doesn't think I should do this. So I, maybe I shouldn't do it. But like the human, like human capacity is just so resilient. Like we're able to do anything and everything that we actually put our mind to. And there is absolutely nothing. You are your own worst enemy. You, you're going to be the reason why you propel yourself. To but you can also goal. be, but you're also at the same time, you're your best motivator, your best cheerleader, your best um, you, that's, 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 something that's ultimately, real. you have, you to have that your, counterbalance. You have to become your best cheerleader, your best motivator. You have to do, you know, like develop that mindset. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to uh, accomplish as much as you'd like. You know, you, I think that human beings, we, we, we strive to impact the people around us. That's, we innately have that, that, that desire. You know, from, you know, Brad, you, you're helping out your fellow man with whatever it is that you can you help him out with. It is donating some money, donating like the clothes off your back, whatever the case may be. Finn, you're always um, offering up um, just words of um, affirmation, just trying to, you know, um, you know, develop a calming presence to somebody who's in despair or, you know, depressed. You know, we all have that innate responsibility, that drive to impact the people around us. And, you know, you just have to develop your own mindset your own um your, your own mentality and once you develop that mentality you're able to uh impact help your fellow man and to accomplish your goals at the same time there's no reason why you should ever limit yourself in the possibilities that you have mm. one of the things that i've found as well because i um over the last few years i as i've developed myself mm -hmm. i've started to realize that and obviously you call that an insight um, that, hey, I can actually achieve a lot more, you know, with what I do for a job or what I'm working at than I thought possible. And I, because I've set my bar so low before and just like, you know what, if I can get there, I'll be happy. And, and I realized how low that bar was and I was like, you know what, I should be setting this so high. I could achieve so much more. Absolutely. So much more. And one of the first steps was that was just simply going and getting myself a degree, which, yeah. which I've done. And um, now it's like, I'm now starting to move, thank you. I'm now starting to move into the next step where I'm like, well, now I'm gonna see how I can utilize that. And I, I'm, I've got the feeling in myself that um, I should, like I, I'm thinking in my head, right? Oh, I can't really, I don't know if I can really get that job or this job or do that thing or whatever. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start applying for that stuff. I'm gonna start saying I can do that. And I'm going to get that. And eventually I know I'm going to get that. You, you, you know how like um, most most shows and stuff, they have cliche things that we say. Something that we say around here is you miss 100% of the opportunities that you never take. Yeah. So whether or not you take a shot and then you, you're not successful in it or you fail, that's neither here nor there. You at least expose yourself, give yourself the opportunity to at least um, at least 
cultivate uh, a possibility or um, um, well, you create an experience. You create yes. an experience to learn from, so you can be grateful for that. Exactly, and and that, that's what I'm seeing it as well. You at least even embrace because I'm also like everyone else. Yes, I don't yeah, like failure. I don't like rejection. And well, like we kind of and stuff. the funny thing is, bring that but, up because we talked about this in multiple episodes yeah. in season one, where we were going into talking about failure and how failure is actually it's called the F word. The F word. The, the F word that yeah. everybody actually fears. Yeah. yeah, and it's understanding that failure is is a partner of your success because in order for you, it's kind of like the yin and the yang. It's like the plus and the minus on a battery. Yeah. Like you have to have one to sustain the other in order for you to know what success is and how to manage your money and how to make a six figure, seven figure income, how to succeed, how to chase a passion or a dream, and mm-hmm. um, you know, following your passion. Uh, through this mindset where you know I'm going to fail but I'm also going to succeed that I'm going to be rejected how do I sustain how do I continue forth Mm -hmm. being the best version of me and um, one of the things that I one of the major things for me in the last year more so uh, this insight has really helped me understand and Mm -hmm. that has really bettered me as a person not only with myself but my interpersonal relationships and the people that I encounter at work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. outside of work in here even just learning more about Adler, learning about the people that we bring on to the show. It's, it's actually a really, really unique experience. And it's, it's following your passion and it's, it's using your strengths. And this mindset of being optimistic and living elevated, optimizing the 24 hours in a day, you recognize that you're using your strengths to get the best return of your time and your energy. Yeah. I yeah. feel like a lot of times we, like Adler said, we are beating ourselves down. We don't give ourselves enough credit, so to speak. Exactly. And we don't reward ourselves for the return with the return. Kind of like when we file our taxes, mm-hmm. we put money out back, you know, we, every single time we pay, yeah. get our checks, we pay a certain amount back to the government. But not that I'm trying to use this as the legitimate ex- example, but Give yourself that credit, that time and energy you invest in go to school. You're going to school to get, you know, to go into commerce accounting. Like that's something that I've never heard of that. I know what accounting is, but commerce accounting, that sounds so. Commerce is just a degree and uh, I'm a majoring in accounting okay. because I want to be able to go into that kind of, that kind of area. Okay. Um, and whether or not I become certif- a certified practicing accountant, um, I don't know. The future's open. Um, I might do that. I might go, go into other sorts of uh, avenues as well. Something that more caters to, um, like, just where I like what how I want to make money. Just the lifestyle and stuff. Absolutely. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of like the wage slave labor model we have currently. It's just yeah. there's other ways of doing things that can make us more that can make us happier with with our own lives outside of making money. Exactly. And I feel like if you look at this, and this is something that I read on an article, it's. You think about how many years we live, and this might be just like an off-topic kind of just pointer to piggyback on what you said there. Mm. Um, but it's the if you think about how many years we on average live, the average person lives 75, 80 years, and how many years of those years do we work and slave ourselves to make an income? It, it, I mean, like this is this almost, almost, almost maybe more. I mean, yeah, 65 it's prob- years it's old. It's probably like half. Like, it's you know probably 45 because you can't really count until maybe like 17 on average most people get a job at 18 yeah so like from 18 to 65 you've been working you've been working to make an income adult life and it creates this like how do i you know enjoy these last 20 you really have like 15 20 years left yeah 
after that time you retire. So it's like, I think the sooner and the faster that you get to a point where you're appreciative of the moment, like you were saying earlier, Brad, and the faster that you can get there, not necessarily faster, but more, more so effectively get to a point where you are okay with where you're at, you're making the money you want to have, you have the family that you want, you're in the relationships that you want to be in, you have the people that you surround yourself with, Yeah. you make the choices that you make, look for that return, get the best return for your time Life that you invest in the energy that you invest. Life is not a sprint. Life is a marathon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, we all fall victim to the whole, like, oh, my God, I'm this age. I should have done this by this time. And I, oh, my gosh, I should have, you know, done, I've, I've been here and I should have been at, at this point at the at this current moment in my life. Nah, you're exactly where you need to be at, where and when you need to be. Yeah, at. that's one of the things that I've embraced as well. Because typically, like, I'm 32 and I'm having, like, got a full developed career, but According to who, right? It's just yeah, like you exactly. know, I'm doing I'm doing me. I've done myself through my twenties, and now this is my thirties, and this is just how I'm developing this is, myself. Everybody does it differently, and, and I'm okay with that, and I've embraced that. That's just that's actually another insight I've had in my own life. Just be like, you know what? Maybe I am behind my financial clock. Doesn't matter. I'm on my own schedule, exactly. and I'm gonna do things on my mm-hmm. own time. And I and I could, and this is also my potential too. I may boost myself up beyond my what whatever financial clock i put i had before well, correct you know, might be somewhere you needed to be possible. on this journey and you, so and so i would have for this whole time been worrying about being behind you, when i shouldn't have have you ever seen um uh, brian krantz brian krantz the brian guy from krantz, breaking yeah. bad krantz, yeah. krantz okay so that guy didn't actually blow up and become like successful like in terms of acting until after breaking bad and that he's well into his like 40s like 50s like he's he, he started yeah. to become like a superstar at that age. Well, Morgan, I was a big fan of him in uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah. I was a, you know, man, I was a fan. No, of day. course. Of course. Oh, back but day. everybody saw, saw him as that goofy. Like, yeah. You couldn't see him as Breaking yeah. Bad like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Now you see him. He's still, he's doing so many different other characters. You realize that he has like his repertoire. He, he's actually very skillful. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman wasn't was in like his fifties before he became like, like successful. He but but you look at all films. But that's just. Mm-hmm. But if you look at that across a whole board, from acting to business to cooking to healthcare, you only get better when you do put time in that effort. Exactly. Because you know you think about these people who you know were in in these movies that ha- were not big. Look at look. I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady, but we'll just speak on Tom Brady. Tom Brady was a bench quarterback. He was pulled into the game after the main quarterback got injured. Yeah. Tom Brady didn't become this great of all time legend until he had the opportunity where the rubber band was stretched because of another circumstance. It's kind of like when you use one rubber band, it stops working. Now you got to go get another one. Tom Brady was nobody at the time. And so I think sometimes when we sit where we are now and it's not about how fast you can do it. It's about how effectively, how proficient you are and how much you optimize the time that you have to do it because you can't rush a plant to grow. That's true. You cannot rush a plant to grow. You overwater yeah. it. You put too much sunlight on it. You can either drown it. You're going to fry it. I want to actually piggyback on your, your plant analogy, right? And this is something that in the, I'm, I'm probably in the last like, you know, three years, something Ashno, of course, he, he's the one who kind of pointed it out to me. Um, so a plant, a plant. Shout out to Ash. Shout out to Ash. Of course, always. Um, that's my guy. Um, a plant, you know, needs water. It needs um, soil. It needs food. It needs nutrition. Right. Mm-hmm. There's so many different factors that you know make that plant who who that plant is. 
if you go behind any successful person, I don't care if it's Bill Gates to, you know, even, you know, Donald Trump, doesn't matter. Like there's always someone or people around them that allowed them to become successful. It's never just them. It's never them by themselves. They were put into a, a, the situation that they're in currently because other people bless them. And Correct. what I mean by that, that's my last insight is I used to have this mentality, this idea that I can do everything on my own. I don't need other people. But that's just a, a very narrow way of viewing things. You, you don't realize that, like, even in school, like, you, you Brian, you just um, successfully completed and graduated your, 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 your course. Mm. Uh, so, um, you yeah, were... I, I can attest to that because going through that degree that I had a, I had a study partner throughout exactly. those three years, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't have achieved the grades I would have if I didn't have them. Exactly. And, like, yeah. even... and, and I purposely surrounded myself with them from day one but because I, think... I knew they were going to be of great benefit and we benefited each other. Even like, let's say if you forgot a pen or a pencil or whatever the case may be, and you just said, hey, to your neighbor or to your classmate, hey, can I borrow that pen, paper? That person actually poured into your life, invested into your, 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 your current circumstance. They invested in you, into you by giving you a pen, pencil, and allowing you to successfully take in the lesson for that day. Yeah. So, like, the smallest thing, the smallest randomest act of kindness, whether it's, like, uh, you know, uh, somebody you know, whether it's somebody, a classmate, somebody that is random, them stepping out on a limb to help you be successful just for that minute, for that hour, for that day, that actually helps you long, like long term, big time. Of course, I want to get, I want to just make a quick nutshell point. We are getting close to our two minute warning here. Uh, the referees have kind of signaled us on here. This, um, just right. to throw yeah. that out there. You're right. So, um, the nutshell for that, I want to piggyback on that as the inside, kind of like the, the go-to for today. And that is that with the successful people, we, us three right here on this podcast, yep. the last 30 minutes, we've spent time together. This podcast would not be possible without the people that are listening to it, the people this that are on true. the show as our guests. This and is of true. course, we are motivated by other people, successful people. This is something that I heard. Um, <clears throat> actually, I saw this uh, in a, in a, on an Instagram post. And um, it is that successful people don't use the word I. They don't use the word I. They always say we, us, they. And as you become more aware of how other people impact you, this is why we do what we do. We're not doing this because of us. We're doing this because of our our family, our friends, the people that we engage. And obviously with Brad on the show today, it's an, an additional substance of success because everybody has a walk in life. Everybody comes from a direction that they're coming from. But fam, listen, we're headed up to a, to a wrap up here and we're super grateful that we had Brad here on the show today. Brad, thank, thank you so you much for you. being thank here so with much, us. Man. crossing do. around You're the welcome. world. We nice do appreciate it. To be out here and safe travels back home. That's really a big deal. Make sure you can get home back I to your habitat. I sleep the whole way. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> some, sleep is, some sleep sounds really good. Yeah. And, um, you know, we appreciate you being here with us, you know, your insights and what's been impacting you in your life. And I think a lot of people will pull away from that and understand that, you know, you can be you. And most importantly, we hope that whatever it is that you decide to do, that you're super successful and you dominate whatever field or whatever it is that you're doing. You know what? I hope so too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to everybody out there who's listening today, if this is your first time, make sure to subscribe, to share, follow us on Instagram at Finn and Adler. F-I-N-N-A-N-D-A-D-L-E-R. 
and make sure to just comment, uh, stay exclusive with us. Let us know if there's anything that you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, we're super excited about where we're going with this podcast, especially going into season two. And Brad, thank you again so much for being a part of the introduction and the start of a new season on the Best View Podcast. No worries. You're welcome. All right. And I'll see you out. So everyone, have an absolutely wonderful day, mate. Oh, love oh, it. yeah. That's the send-up. Woo! We need to record that for every episode from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Bye, Take guys. care.